as we start off another exciting campaign for Sarah and I Gaming. Yay! Please hold your excitement. It's too much. I can't handle it. I am golf clapping. Can you not hear that on the mic? Golf clapping, yes. I, I was trying to do the Star golf Wars clap, theme and I ended up doing Jurassic Park. So. Jurassic. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I should have I should have broken in and No wait, wrong series. That's the next episode. <laughs> Wait, next we, time on. That's the next generation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is not your father's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your mother's Star Wars either. And if you want to know our thoughts on the new movies, you should go and listen to the Let's Discuss podcast. <laughs> yep. There were thoughts on those movies. There were. There were plenty of thoughts on it. Still having thoughts. If you're listening to this episode and you're listening to the intro uh, to the campaign... I still say The Last Jedi is the best Star Wars movie that's come out this year. He's confused. Wow. Slightly. It was he did last say it year. was the best. That's pretty brutal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but... Sounds like yes, always. We uh, are doing it just a little bit differently this time around. We want to go ahead, we're going to go around and we're going to introduce ourselves, introduce our characters. I kind of get to know who we are playing uh, before we actually jump into the actual campaign itself. So we're going to go ahead and start over here on my left. All right. I am Dan, and I'll be playing Yo Boy Zonum. Yo Boy is the first name, not just a greeting. What does he look like? He is... What is he? He's a Miraluka. Uh, it's a race of, it's a branch race of humans that evolved to live on, in a galaxy, or a solar system, around a red dwarf. And all of the light that they get is red ultraviolet light. So they don't actually need their eyes, so they evolved to not have them. There's some fish underwater that did that too. So do they have eyes? Much like those fish, they don't actually have eyes. What they do sense with is the force. So they're like empty sockets? They're sort of like Daredevil, where they basically got blind so that they could get superpowers. They also don't have eyes, though, and have empty sockets. And that's why they wear the bandages? Yes, they wear the bandages to keep other people from being (laughs) discomforted. But I could totally see that. Yeah. Uh, It's vestigial eye sockets. I haven't actually seen one without their wrap or whatever eye cover they have. So they may actually just have holes in their heads. Uh, I like to think they grew some skin over them. I've, I've read the comic, Mace Windu. They do just have fleshy eye sockets. That's, uh... It's interesting. <laughs> so. Well, that's something interesting about your character. That is something interesting about my character. So. To, that's something I've learned about this world I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where, where they fall in is, um, in, we're in the, the Old Republic. Where? Uh, so we went 3,500 years before the prequel trilogies. Yes. And so we are in a time Far, far away. 
However, we're still 300 years after the Miraluka home planet was destroyed. So, my people don't really have a home right now. Ah, and during this time also, uh, this is during the uh, Treaty of Coruscant. So we're in the middle of this Cold War uh, that we have between the Sith Empire and the Republic. Right. And of course the Jedi are at this point uh, told to go away. Yeah. <laughs> go back to your home world. We don't want you here in the Republic. Right. And so where does your Mariluka fall in this? Um, he is a Force-sensitive by proxy of his abilities, but he has not been actually trained in uh, either the Sith or the Jedi. Ah. He instead grew up as part of the Exchange crew. The Exchange is a criminal syndicate that basically was playing both sides of the war. Gotcha. Kind of like uh, I kind of see my character as almost Nicolas Cage at the beginning of Lord of War. <laughs> make all the money. Hoping to make all the money by playing both sides against each other. But uh, he ended up on Coruscant. money does buy happiness. I've heard that, but I always have happiness. a smile on my face on payday. <laughs> Enough money buys happiness. Especially if you don't have to work for it. Money can yeah. buy happiness, but it can buy concert tickets, which is just as good. Actually, if you think about it, it's the lack of having to work that buys happiness. That's true. I don't know. I've, I've been without a job before. I wasn't happy. Did you have money? <laughs> I had enough to live at my parents' house and not really go anywhere but There school. are parts of that sentence that should give you away. <laughs> That's what happened. Moving on. <laughs> My name is Chuck, and I'm playing HPL-66, also known as Darth Ratchet. I'm a droid that was built by my captain. Captain, my captain. He is, he is like a Hal. basic, uh, he's like a basic uh, f- uh, battle droid. He looks like Chopper. He looks like yeah. R2-D2 painted black with a block head and war machine was stripped of parts to make sure that I could build my droid properly. That's what he looks like. He's also got a, uh, uh, an attachment that comes out of his chest compartment that just has like almost like digits, but these three fingers always stay bent. And the, you know, it's broken. It's broken like <laughs> that. Sometimes it does this. <laughs> It'll hold up the devil's horns for heavy metal. And he'll be the most foul-mouthed character this entire campaign. Right. He, I, I actually yeah, well, installed a bleep program on him. So. We're going to bleep everything he yeah. says out. It's not that he can't speak English. It's just that he's cussing that much. <laughs> so. Exactly. He installed a PG-13 I'm, <laughs> censorship I'm on programmed him. by the ex-Marine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... My name is Tony Stevens. I will be playing Al Dominark. Dar- D- I can't even say the on that my name that I wrote myself. Domarnak. Domin- yeah, that's my name. Al Domarnak. Um, I am the captain of this ship. I am the uh, creator of um, Darth Ratchet. I made him. 
I, uh, I, I started out actually on a planet called Thyrsus, uh, settled by the Akani. Uh, I came from a tribe known as the Red Sun Clan. We didn't agree with the Akani sisterhood on women always telling us what to do. We led a revolt. I'm the only one that survived. I was put into slavery and then some Darth dude came around and he was like, hey, kill all your friends and prove to me your strength. So I did. And then he took me to Korriban to try train some Sith stuff. And I was like, dude, this sucks. It's just more people telling me what to do. And so uh, I built a robot. I built a robot with wheels and guns to help me escape this all these chains that people wanted to latch me into. And I rolled out, man. I put on some intense armor from my Thyrsian uh, lineage. So you really can't see me too well. If I take my helmet off, I might not be the prettiest guy. I don't know, I've been uh, trying to be a gladiator my whole life. But I rolled out with my robot and we, we totally ditched that place because the Sith Training Academy sucked. But then I met this dude with eye sockets running out of this tomb and he's like, don't go that way. And I was like, sure, makes sense. And he was like, you want freedom? I've got a ship we can all use. And so that's what we're trying to do. Irene ship called. I named it the Claymore because it is giant, it is large, it's in charge, and best flown when drunk. And uh, which class is that ship? He's uh, a defender. It is a defender class two. He's got the um, It's a light Corvette. Yeah, it's a light Corvette defender class two. And it's actually was uh, this ship was actually made by the Republic during this time. Oh, it was stolen from some dead Jedi. <laughs> yeah. This, this one didn't quite make it. Yeah, some Sith <laughs> killed some Jedi on it, and then they stole the ship, thinking they could find some goodies on it. They brought it back to Korriban, but. All it's totally, people it's mine now. Confiscated for uh, I straight up wanted it more than they did, so I stole it. Spoils <laughs> <laughs> of war. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. All's fair in love and war and stealing ships. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. All right. Hello. Hi. My name's Casey. Nice to meet you. And uh, my character is her original name is Sessa Benny. But she goes by uh, Darth Versay, and she's a Togaruda, and her colors are black and red with yellow eyes. Mm. And she is quite a bit older than, uh, than what Ahsoka was in her final form of uh, if you watch Rebels. So... So she's older than this? Yeah. Quite a lot so she's a little that. bit sexier, more well-rounded? She's an adult, yes. Does she have like a J-Lo thing going on? <laughs> it's okay to admit that to the J-Lo. Yes, she's very pretty. Um, she was uh, cast out of her family for breaking rules, being a rebel. Um, not following rules and she went on on uh, her own became a criminal doing anything to survive and so she's a bad girl too nice <laughs> nice <God>. consent <laughs> <laughs> will be given don't worry <laughs> um, and 
she uh, had forced abilities, but she didn't believe she did until an accident happened with one of her bounties. Hmm. And uh, she shot electricity um, in a huge vicinity, killing not only her bounty, but a, quite a few citizens. So she took, she took the dead body and turned that in for money, and then she ran. And a guy named Darth Bronley found her and trained her. And now she has massive amounts of power. Glad to hear it wasn't Darth Sion that had kidnapped me. That was not, I didn't like that guy. He was kind of creepy. No, Darth <laughs> Bromley. Okay. So they probably you, know each other, though. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. At this point, have you gotten away from your master or are you sent on a mission? No, I'm still uh, still in contact with my, uh, my master, but um, he lets me have free reign and do whatever I want as long as I do his to-do list first. So right now, I'm, I, I've already completed my task, so I can do whatever I want. Awesome. Next. Hi, I'm Ronnie. I'm going to be playing a Mandalorian named Sato Fett. Mando. Fett, tell us more. He's uh, from Clan Fett. He is a commando. And, and also a bounty hunter as well. Uh, he specializes in hunting down Jedis and stuff like that. Because, I mean, right now the Mandalorian are really, really at odds with the Jedi. And yeah, because this is after Mandalore was... Turned into glass, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, that's in the plan to do that. Yeah, yeah they'll... Makes some enemies, but yeah, he has a... that was the way to go for peace. Rather unique color scheme. Like Cassus Fett before him, he actually has gold. He also has green, green and blue. Wait, no, no, I forgot. I changed it. Purple. <laughs> it was purple, gold, purple, gold, and black. Purple, gold, and black. Thank you, artist. For purple, gold, me. and black. Yes. <laughs> the art department has reminded me. Because <laughs> there's another guy wearing green and gold. And yeah, that's I. I yeah, I wanted to differentiate him from Clan Fett. I'm not a imitation. Nice. Now, as far as Mando armor goes, though, since you're a pilot, do you wear, like, the actual pilot helmet Mando suit? No, I'm full-on Mando. Commando Mando? Mando Mando. Commando Mando. Commando Mando. Commando. Full-on Beskar. Careful, he's going Commando. Yes! <laughs> Wigan free! The, the underwear don't fit under the armor. <laughs> if the underwear don't fit, you must have quit. <laughs> Better watch out for that hidden Bible blade. Nazi! Oh, man. And uh, we, we got another new guy here, too. <laughs> yeah, we do. So we have to start back around at the beginning of the circle. Oh, man. Yeah. He kind of ruins everything like that most of the time. So, we'll, we'll all just so, Just introduce yourself and then also your character. Tell us a little bit about your character and also how you met... Uh, mm -hmm. The captain became part of the crew to claim war. Give a little backstory, a little bit of appearance. You uh, have to give away everything. No, you don't. Just yeah, whatever you feel. You don't have to tell about that one time that I got you drunk on tequila. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to tell <laughs> okay. about that. Just give us a little My something about Caleb, it. And I will be playing a chiss named Jin Vizra. 
Not to be confused with a Pantoran. Exactly. And for no. those who know Thrawn, Thrawn's a Chiss, and this is essentially his race. So, I know the name doesn't sound very Chissian. That is a reason. His real name is Thrazid Naruto. He's part of the same family that Thrawn will later be adopted into. It's a great military family. The Naruto's? I, I guess that's how you say it. It's N-U-R-U-O-D-O. Sounds like Naruto to me. Exactly. I think there's a D in there, though. Oh, Naruto. Naruto. <coughs> gotcha. Um, <laughs> believe it. With the Mexican Shadow Clone Jutsu. Jutsu. Exactly. Um, Shadow Point. When he was yes. but an infant, a Sith Lord came to his home seeking an answer to alter his future. Oh. And spirited away this young child and kept him in secret on the planet Dathomir and trained him in the ways of the Sith in secret from the Sith Empire. Secretly. A Chiss that's on Dathomir. Well, he, he was from Chisla. I was taken from my home. Okay. And Dathomir at this point, just so everybody kind of knows where we're at, Dathomir is not inhabited at this point, other than by its natural creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, it's not made up of the what you're thinking yet. We're still about 3,000 years too early for the um, Night Sisters. Rogue Jedi to start the Night Sisters. Right. Yeah. So, somewhere in his 20s, his master put him in a stasis, cryo sleep, if you will, to mm-hmm. meditate and draw upon the Force hmm. for. Eons, or not eons, several hundred years. So Avatar style. Pretty much, yes. Um, to be awakened, I'm assuming. Don't know. After a set amount of time, and in doing so, he stumbles upon. She got the chair mm-hmm. And finds his way to the glorious crew he's on now. Hmm. So. Yeah, because you go, you go back to Korriban. Yes. And the last Makes four spinder. Go back to where it all began. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> Nice. You know they say you can't go home again, but they're wrong. Unless you do, you know. <laughs> and uh, we do have another uh, crew member. However, he's not here tonight. But he's, uh, he's currently meditating into the dark side. Well, he's got cosmic pneumonia. <laughs> Common among I his. I think he's uh, you know trying to use precog and premonitions of the future. I did see him over there shaking his head around with this weird glowy stone in front of him. <laughs> well, uh, you will see, uh, hear from him next time, and also uh, from others as well as they, you know, join our game as we have guests and as new characters join the fray. Uh, but to a little bit more about the setting, uh, this is actually taking place in the year uh, three thousand six hundred and fifty-three BBY. So we are very much in the past, but not so much to where it's proto lightsabers. These are actually legit lightsabers. We don't have to wear them backpacks. You don't have to wear them backpacks, them battery packs. I was looking forward to my character having a fanny pack. They're not powered by the force either. Well, fully fully powered. They're motioned by the force though. There you go. Um, It's all in how you use it. And as we discussed earlier, at Forced this point, there is a treaty. The treaty, of course, not was signed. So you have the Sith Empire, who controls half the galaxy, and then the Republic that controls the other half. Both and sides have money. They both have money. The Jedi Temple has been sacked and destroyed. 
at this point. So if we're a crew looking for money. Yeah. Which I believe your crew is. You guys are a bunch of money looking people, right? Uh, well, it's not so much that I want money as much as I just want to stop working, like I said. I just <laughs> don't want to. I want, I want to buy freedom so that nobody can mess with me. Retire. Uh, I want to get my droid a nice toaster that he can get married to. Uh, so the question is, do you offer a 401k for your career? Make it a brave little toaster. Not all of this. <laughs> there's not benefits for all. Um, the, I mean, if, you, if you're out for ultimate power, I can't really help you. But um, if you just want, you know, 401k, <laughs> dental. Four Sith on a ship. <laughs> There's a lot of Sith who, on my ship. Who would want ultimate power? I mean, come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. There's who life insurance, that? though. If they attain ultimate power, I'm putting them into the engine. In the form of loot yeah. off of your body yeah, upon death. Why there's so many Sith on my ship? <laughs> well, you did crew it on Korriban. Yeah, that, yes, that is true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> You take what you can get. We're actually using its power body apocalypse, but it is heavily modified for what we call a legacy game. So this system has been modified to where it can actually last for more than you know, 10 to 12 sessions of gameplay. We're in the apocalypse now. Well, we're not in the end game. We're in the beginning of the game. You're in the beginning. But we're in the apocalypse system. Yeah. Powered by it. Just powered by it. It's somebody Ooh. else's ending. We're just being powered by just their part end. of it. Yeah. Every good beginning comes from someone else. Actually, else. it was it was all of that, all of those explosions that happened at the end of Dawn of the Dark Star, that yeah. apocalyptic scene, powered this. The system. apocalypse, yeah, exactly. Nice. Which, if you all have not listened to that, you should definitely go back and listen to Dawn of the Dark Star. Check it out. You should go check that out. That was pretty good. Had a nice little ending to it. Mm. I hear, I hear the GM is incredibly beautiful. He is. <laughs> sexy, sexy man that you can't see <laughs> with your ears. Oh man. I like oh. a cross between Tony Stark and Flynn Rider. I will take it. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfectly fine with me, sir, Mister Depp, Keanu Depp. So those unfamiliar with the Powered by the Apocalypse system, Dawn of the Dark Star uh, ran using a similar system as well. Um, I'm looking forward to getting lots of crystals. You will get to learn it quite heavily during these uh, next few uh, episodes as we walk through everything and uh, kind of refresh everybody's memory and how the system works. So be sure to uh, jump into the next episode. Thank you for listening to this intro. Getting to know who our characters are and what we plan on doing, and uh, listen in, and we'll start the campaign. Sweet action for acting.